Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Harmony podcast with me, your host, Harmony Slater. Hi, welcome to the Finding Harmony podcast. I'm Harmony, your host, and I'm here with my very dear friend, Loretto Cortez. I'm also here, madam. (laughs) And Russell Case is also here with us. How are you doing, Loretto? I'm fine. I'm very good and so happy to hear you both um, through this um, world of... um, Digital, online, digital, online. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Loretto, you are the most uh, powerful and influential Ashtanga yoga teacher in Chile. Is that correct? I don't know. (laughs) 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 But people people fear you and revere you in equal... Um, Maybe I'm thinking of Pinochet. I don't know. No, no, please. Don't don't get confused with that. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I it, it's. I think I'm the the oldest one. <laughs> yes, we were um, just a part of your 20 year anniversary. Yeah, and that's 20. incredible to have a yoga school for 20 years still up and going strong. Yeah, I have to say that it's very like it seems like uh, it hasn't. The time hasn't passed. It seems like yesterday and, and now it's 20 years, um, which I think it's uh, part of the beauty of, of all these 20 years, I guess. And yeah, it has been really, really nice to realize that I've been teaching and having a school for 20 years. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge achievement. I, I don't know if many of our listeners realize how difficult and challenging it is to keep a yoga community alive and vibrant for 20 years and through, you know, having a family and, you know, moving locations and all of that. It's, it's really, um, it's a beautiful thing that you have going in Santiago. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. You, you, you both have been here and you know, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. It was was almost, Two years ago, I think this month. Yeah, yeah, it was November. True. Yeah, so nice. Two years ago, you guys were here teaching us beautiful workshop. It was really nice. Yeah, it takes a lot, um, and it's tiring, and it requires, of course, a lot of energy, and but also requires like people that trust on you to keep on going and, and the students and also the teachers that help me because alone I can't, I will not be able to, to teach the classes, all the classes I have at the school. And I, it's, it's really a community. Like you said, it's yeah. like creating a community. And also what Russell said at the beginning uh, has to, it's the, the idea of that. I think I taught almost all of the new teachers in in the country not all of them but most of them mm-hmm. from the beginning and and now they're all been to Mysore they're authorized so it's like a very it makes me very proud and happy to feel like um I've kind of helped the Ashtanga community in Chile to develop and 
and grow. You're like a like a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what mamacita means? Are you like a mamacita? No, 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 not at all. No. Mamacita is a lot. It's 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 very different. No, <laughs> and I'm more sexy than a grandmother. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, one of the it's it's interesting that you you have this quality of of care and and maternal maternalism. Because that's what I remember about about meeting you. I met you, I think, ten years ago, in yeah. India, and uh, I think it was actually it was during the the World Cup, and <laughs> I remember going over to your house with you and Susan Hounsel, and you two would take care of me like an after school program, <laughs> after school care. And you you'd you know you'd feed me a sandwich and you'd put me in front I of know. the TV. And yeah. it was so nice for me to feel cared for in that way. And um... well, you were needing it at that point, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we were like, you know, we both of us, me and Susan, uh, very maternal in that way, and we kind of sensed that you were needing some that kind of love, you know, <laughs> that kind of feeding maternal love. I think that I, I'm not the same with everyone, but I think uh, it was kind of a. a um, something we were sensing about you. <laughs> it was a great time. We had a great it time. Was. I, I remember uh, we watched uh, Chile and Switzerland play. <laughs> and uh, that was so fantastic to watch that match yeah. together. And I remember uh, like the Swiss, the Swiss would, they would play like little rats, you know, they were like, they were so <laughs> terrified of actually engaging and they were like, they were horrible, and I remember you—you you showed me um, a picture, like a like a meme, uh-huh. and meme. it was so, like a meme, yeah, yeah, a meme, and a it meme. was so a meme, and it was so funny. It was a picture of a Chilean shiv <laughs> or a dagger, and then a Swiss <laughs> yeah. army knife, and then like this was the difference between the two countries. Of course, totally, really, totally, totally, yeah, because, because I. It was surprising. I didn't find that about Chile at all because it was. I found Chile to be so sophisticated and cultured, and you know mm. there was wine everywhere, and the food is the most exquisite. Uh, in well, in South, I don't know if I, I don't, I'm going to get in trouble by saying this was so much better than Argentina. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> because you had the, the the you were lucky that that you saw like the very very the little part of the country that is like that like oh. uh, the the most of our country it's not like what you saw in the in the what you uh, the places you visited because yeah, um, in in the city like I, the metropolitan area right that well the metropolitan area it's huge and you were in Ñuñoa which is where i live and teach and it's kind of a, a Accommodated, so you say, if you say that like that, yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. But then there's even more, even nicer, and because you know, also has a poor part too that you didn't see. But um, it's very like um, there's a big division mm-hmm. between uh, three specific places of Santiago and the rest of Chile. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why you had that 
sense. But the the wine is kind of everywhere anyway. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, the wine is very famous all around the world. I yeah. think Chile, yeah. yeah, Chilean wines. I I wonder also though that in in Argentina, Argentina, we yeah. in in Buenos Aires, we would walk around almost constantly. But I felt like like in Santiago that opportunity never arose. And I wondered if it was because is, is Santiago and Chile, is it very, is it more dangerous than no. Buenos Aires? No, no? it's because uh, two things, maybe one, it's because I have a car <laughs> and we were try, I was driving you guys all over and in, yeah, cause, uh, I'm very, um, car person which is mm. not I'm something I'm proud of it. I'd like to be walking more and and going around walking or bike uh, or in a bike, but also it's a city that it's not uh, like Buenos Aires that is, has a more, um, people don't drive their cars all over it. And here no. it happens that a lot kind of it's very it's huge to to you know it's very big and um and the public transportation we don't use to use it as much as we should mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean again that like other people don't it's like the minimum part of the citizens will will use a car mm-hmm. and it's yeah that's why we drove you through La Kennedy and all that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it was also like we had like going in and out of the house was a, was yeah. a big deal. Cause there's like gates and spikes and uh, uh, alarms. And I, and I had the, oh, the impression yeah. that like, I would, I wouldn't be safe if I left the compound. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I think, it, well, there is some, 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 some of that. It's, yeah. it's, but it's not dangerous uh, as Brazil or other Latin American or South American countries or Mexico or, you know. Um, it felt very, uh, like, spread out, like a very sprawling kind of city, not so condensed. Yeah. But maybe that was just because we were driving places. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we, we dro- um, I wanted to take you guys to downtown and we... Couldn't have the time, remember? No, yeah, yeah. that's right. But we went to the mountains. Which was yeah, nice. the yeah, mountains the mountains were so amazing. So nice. yeah. Was it was it different though it, when Pinochet was in charge? And and when was that? Do you remember? What, yeah, what? I, re- I totally remember. It was in. It was a very dark um, part of the history. Yeah. Uh, it it was in the. I lived it since the beginning because I was born in 1971 and he started uh, in 73 mm-hmm. so I was two years and then by the time he he moved out of the of the government was, uh, on 1989. Mm-hmm. I was wow. out of school or almost. Yeah. So it was a very dark side of the story of the history for me. And for most of the people I know, yeah. uh, very gray kind of like, uh, way to live, uh, life it was dangerous 
uh, not because you not because you had like people that were going to steal you but people but you would get killed from thinking different right or um, yeah so many many people disappeared um from because they were they thought different Mm -hmm. And it was a very a big division still, which I think we're just getting starting to getting rid of that because we just had a, um, uh, we had like not an election, but you, we were voting for a new uh, constitution because we are still, uh, we are still uh, under Pinochet's constitution. Oh wow! And we are we just vote uh, at the end of October because we wanted an, a change and we want a new one. And it was amazing because a lot of young people went and vote. It was amazing, and we uh, and the the option that approves the new constitution was almost eighty percent. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we also vote that we wanted to do it ourselves, not the, the parliament. Mm -hmm. So it was. And I remember you, you called us uh, maybe a year ago, and yeah. you said there was a lot of excitement in the streets, a lot of protesting. Can you, can you tell us a bit more about that time? Well, it was the, like a, um it started uh, in october last year um it started a like a kind of a revolution i could say mm -hmm. but it was uh more uh, it was something that it was like a uh heating from all these years from pinochet on and then after also not after we got democracy in 1990, it was a democracy that didn't, that it wasn't really a democracy. It was, of course, people were not being killed on the streets, but um, there was not a, a, a Pinochet there. But uh, <laughs> but things didn't change much for for we don't we we have a really bad um, health. Uh, we have, but uh, you have to pay for education mm -hmm. and pay a lot. If you want a good education, you have to have money. Mm -hmm. uh, so people were done with that. We are done. So the people went on the street and started protesting every day, every day, every day until... And I don't remember what day in November was that the parties got together and said, okay, we're going to have, we need a new constitution. That's what we were uh, waiting for. Right. And now we, we vote for that and we won. So now we have to vote again and, 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 and write it basically. Right. Mm -hmm. And we are hoping things are going to change because like what happens is that, is that we don't trust in politics and in politicians anymore. 
and not own I'm, I'm talking about me i'm just i'm talking about most of the people that live in, in chile and i think in the world like yeah. it's it's what's we're we're uh, looking and facing that also with all this 2020 mm -hmm. you know in every country politicians are part of the past in a way so we need a new way of how do we get organized because we need orga to get organized of course yeah so that's, that's like one thing i really one thing i really um admire about your practice of yoga um is that it i feel like your heart goes so much beyond the asana and it's very much involved in your political um, realm and surroundings. And when those protests were happening, you were very much a part of them and you're very involved. It's very um, active, this yoga and standing up for your beliefs. I really um, think it's a wonderful uh way to practice yoga, you know, off of your yoga mat. It's, it really demonstrates that you're, you've integrated something deep, you know? Thank you. Yeah. I, it's difficult because some people don't see how yoga and politics go together. Um, but you seem to put them together so naturally. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's because what I, I was born in a in a country that it's very has made me uh, not politic polit political, but uh, it, yeah, I think that I live in a country that like has taught me that maybe mm -hmm. I was born in a family like that, you know, and and Wh and what did your parents been, do? My 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 parents were. Uh, Ay, ¿cómo se dice? Com comerciantes, como... Um, Commercial... Yeah, yeah, self-made people. Ah, like entrepreneurs. They, they um, sold things at a shop. Yeah, my mom has a shop of uh, pastry. Ah, mm -hmm. amazing. Now, not, not anymore, because she sold everything and she's 80 now. Um she came from, they both came from the countryside to live in the city mm -hmm. when they were young and work basically mm -hmm. and work the work to, 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 to make us study, mm -hmm. you know, did, uh, did, did, were they indigenous in any way? Well, I think everyone in Chile in, Away it is. Yeah. I, my mother's family comes from, part of the, of my mother's family comes from Italy and part of my father's family comes from the south of Spain. Mm -hmm. But it's a big mixture, the whole thing. So I would say yes, but I don't have, you know, like a last name that I can tell you, yeah, my, one of my last names is indigenous. I don't, but right. of course, if you test me, uh, a DNA, <laughs> probably I'll have, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone, mm -hmm. almost. 
Because you you do strike me as as like a um like a mountain a mountain person. <laughs> you, what? you seem what? like what's, what's you, a mountain person? Like um someone what like did that. You, say? you you seem like you may have walked straight down from Machu Picchu. Ah. That's what you look like to me. Yeah. You you like huh that yeah there's something there. It's um <laughs> So growing up with your your parents who are shopkeepers uh, and you uh, are coming of age in a fascist society, I would think that one of the most um, one of the, the the most deviant things that you could do would be to be self-actualized and to study yoga. But how did you come to make that decision? It wasn't a decision. Because it kind of happened mm -hmm. to me. I, I went to a drama school mm -hmm. and I was acting by the time I, I met yoga for the first time in 98. And um, basically came to my house with a girl from Canada <laughs> that she doesn't teach anymore, I guess. She was a dancer that a friend of mine met in Mexico and she came to visit my friend, but my friend was traveling in India. Maka, you remember Maka? Yeah. My friend mm -hmm. Maka? Yeah. 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 So she asked me to 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 stay with the, that Tara was her name, is her name, Tara. Uh -huh. If she can stay with me. So I said, okay, tell her to come to my place. And she was practicing every morning, Ashtanga. Oh, wow. And so I was watching this on the living room and I was like, okay, I would like to try. So I, one day she started teaching me on the living room and I loved it. And then we rented a little like place. So uh, she was running a little group there. And then the, Parallel to that, the yoga shala, which was this, it, it is this big place in in Santiago, this yoga place from uh, Gustavo Ponce Onze, uh, started in that same year. So we all moved there to practice, and he also he he was uh, he went to Mysore many times and to Pune. So he had he he was the one that brought or started in a way the Ashtanga and Ayengar in Chile. Mm -hmm. After that, he kind of uh, spread it out and all the teachers, like the senior teachers that started in those 90s, mm -hmm. uh, late 90s here in Chile are come from there, comes from there. That's, that sounds extraordinarily expensive to go from from Chile to India, like how is that possible? Oh, don't don't even tell me. It's so <laughs> so. I don't know from Canada or the states, but from here it's twenty seven hours. If you yeah. yeah, like one plane after the other, mm -hmm. three, mm -hmm. three changes of airplanes. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. about uh, the same from Canada too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a so, couple thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So I, I was also thinking the other day, like how all this is going to change the way we travel. Of course, we we all have 
um, have thought about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we were going to be able to keep on going all the time like we used to go, not only yeah. to India, to everywhere. I mean, yeah. even if if the if we had a vaccine or we can start like our life again, like, like it was in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be, well, no one knows if we are going to be able to travel that much. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so it's a question so isn't much. it yeah. yeah well come come back to your living room for a moment though please I, I want to know <laughs> yeah when the, the when room. this friend when this friend showed you to do yoga in the room what was happening for you that that you felt like oh this is for me why did that I seem like know. it was for you well what happens was it was really a difficult for me uh, in the forward bends Mm -hmm. Uh, I was kind of suffering a bit and it was hard Mm -hmm. and I had like knee pain in both knees one knee then but basically my mind kind of felt I don't want to stop doing this for the rest of my life I remember saying that to me on that first day like oh my God, I think I found something. I don't want to quit doing until the, I die. You know, just mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like, wow. I want to be an old, old, old lady and keep on doing this. It was the wow. first time I felt something like that with something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That's amazing. Wow. It was like a like, um, very inspiring what happened even though it was really hard because it was hard and I couldn't do a headstand like in six months. Like I, I teach people now and they can come up really easy sometimes in headstands and, I, and they say, Oh, it's so hard. And I was like, no, it was hard for me to do it, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to be able to, but yeah, it was, um, that was the story. <laughs> what, but why do you think you were you were suffering so much? Was it emotional or was it just why were, no, why were you in pain? No, I was in pain, pain because I I used to, like you said, you were a mountain person. I was a mountain person. <laughs> I was for years. I was climbing mountains since I was sixteen until I started the drama school. Yeah. Um, so. I kind of not hurt my knees, but I had something that when, when I was coming down of the the mountains, I had a lot of pain in my patella. Yeah. Yeah. So when I started practicing, I couldn't do Padmasana or, you know, because I had yeah. my knees were, were, were hurting. But it was just time because after six months, I, it stopped one and then the other started the pain and then it stopped and then no more. So you have a interesting story, really wonderful, lovely story, actually, that you told us before um, about, I think it was your first Ashtanga yoga workshop and maybe it was also Sharat's first time teaching outside of India, possibly. Is that, yes? can you yes. tell us about that? It was like a wonderful, I was very lucky, me and also Maka, and, and we were all very lucky to be here 
that time because Gustavo Ponce from the Yoga Shala invited uh, Sharad and to teach this workshop in Chile. And it was his first, um, as you said, his first trip uh, alone, not with Guruji. And he came with Joseph. So I met Joseph here. Wow. Our lovely, our Just lovely, beautiful, done. dearest yeah. Joseph. I and won't speak ill of the dead. <laughs> oh. yeah, bless Joseph. And they came together and... And also he did this demo. Well, but first I tell you the story. Like, well, it was a two-week workshop of a Mysore program with him. It wasn't lab classes. In a room for 12. So it was really, really, we were really lucky to have that. Wow. And I only had the money to take one week. Uh Uh, So I did one. He was there two weeks? He was there teaching two weeks of a Mysore program wow. in a room for 12. Oh, and my word. <laughs> what? There were people what? from everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and how many classes? Was it one class of 12 or like 10 classes of 12? No, it was like, I think, two batches or three wow. at the most. Yeah. Yeah. And what uh, year was this? 1999 or 1998? No, 99. 99. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 1999. He was about to get married. He was engaged um, when he came. And so at the end of the workshop, he did this uh, demo that was Mm -hmm. really like, it it took, it blew blew my mind, really. It was unbelievable. And not because he was just doing amazing um, asanas, because, yeah, he did. He did some asanas from primary, some from intermediate, some others from uh, advanced A, and he started doing some other amazing and incredible asanas from advanced B, C, and I think D, I don't know, at that point, I don't even remember, but it was so, (laughs) so interesting. Uh, His breath, how he was breathing was the most amazing thing thing that happened that that uh, and his concentration it was like unbelievable like that was the, the the main thing for me his concentration was like I remember going uh, going after the 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 demo to to work I was uh, performing in in uh, theater so I went there back and I was in p- putting the makeup you know and I was like thinking this has no sense. What am I doing? But still I wasn't, you know, thinking about like quitting my job or, you know, uh, changing my life into a yoga teacher, Shtanga yoga teacher, because that happened after, after same as, as uh, how I started uh, practicing. It was almost, it happened uh, uh, by itself. But at that point, when he finished the workshop, uh, he gave me this business card that, and he said, <laughs> and he said to me, he said to me, you come to Mysore. Yeah. <laughs> and then the year after, no, two years later, I went to Mysore. And you know what happened this week? I found. I found the business card. No. 
Oh, I was fantastic. Like, I was telling this story. I've been telling this story for years. And I was like, but I don't have the business card. Who's going to believe me? That's <laughs> and incredible. And I found it. I found you should it. frame it and put it in your shallot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's what I remember about the first trips to Mysore in the early days is that is you'd come back with like thick books of business cards. Yeah. And everyone had one. <laughs> everyone would give you one so that you would contact them and and buy their shawl, you know. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. and then Come you could my you shop. could, yeah, and change Come money. To my and yeah, I I change yeah. money. And, and I change like, money. Yeah. And like so, of course, you Sharat. Sharat is also going to have a business card, and it, yeah. it's, it's unthinkable and it in said. a way, but of course. I'm looking for it now, so I can read it to you. What it says is funny. It's just like director or something. I don't know. Director. Here it is. Here direct- it is. It's a Stanga Yoga Research Institute. It says, uh, on the top, it says, R. Sharad and a little Ganesh, assist direct- director. Assistant and, um, director, yeah. Yeah, assistant He got director. permission. And I then, wonder if he got permission for that. <laughs> the, the Institute uh, Lakshmipuram address and then the residence address in Gokula wow. with phone number everything with a phone number oh, call well, it see yeah. what, can you call it now <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's amazing and I have to take a picture of it and yes take a picture yeah, we'll put it in our show notes <laughs> that'd be good yeah with some redacted we'll have to redact some pieces of it wow so at that point now you're going to Mysore and are you going every year? Like you're like, you have to go, you have to go every year. And then your all your money is going to go to, to get yeah. back. And you did well, that for many years. I did that not every year. At the, the beginning I did, not as, as Harmony did, like all every, every year. <laughs> I went, mm-hmm. um, then I met Harmony in 2004 on my. Yeah. Oh, that early. Third trip. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, and it was it was your first trip. Yeah, that was my first trip. Yeah, yeah, two thousand and four. It was my third one, and it was your first one. And at that point, they were in Gokulam, and the first two years we were. I was when I went. I was in the in the old shala. You went to the old shala also, Russell? No, madam. No, no? I my arrived. Oh. Um, May of the first year of the new shala. Oh, 2003. Yeah, and yeah. so it had opened maybe two months. It had been open. Okay. Ah, with like few people there in the huge new Yeah, maybe shala. like 40, 40 people Amazing. were in the room. And as I remember, it was, it was uh, like 30 women and 10 Jews. <laughs> men, Jewish men. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a kind of a nice scene. Okay. <laughs> Even when we were there in 2004, Harmony, remember yeah. those like, intermediate classes? We were like two oh, rows. Yeah, like, yeah. Two rows, 14, exactly. 14, 15. The most. Yeah. Yeah. Like I to the three. back row, row number yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. Row number three in March and then April, May. June, no one. July. Yeah, I know. No in one season, yeah. everyone left. That's right. <laughs> no one, no one there. It was amazing. Yeah, I was there in the hot season. I think as well. That's why it was so light. I'm sure. Yeah, 
it's wow. great the hot season because no one was there. But that was those those years that you could go any time. I'm yeah. gonna go to Mysore, and you just went. You didn't have to wait until they open, and yeah, no one was there. Yeah, yeah. Guruji Patabi Joyce, he was teaching all year round, all the time. So you could. My father never took a break. <laughs> Quote yeah. from Saraswati. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. So, were you at this at this point when you met Harmony? Just just so I can give a, a feeling. For, did you think that that you were accomplishing great things and that you were getting really advanced and that you were you were special, or was there something else motivating you to go? <laughs> Um, well, I, that year I, you know what, it, it was, I always had the, the, the idea that it was hard for me. I don't know why, because the first time I went to Mysore, I, I didn't get any pose of intermediate because I had so much pain in the, um, I don't know in English, the word for that part. It's well, from the, from the sitting bones. Ah, yeah, the, the leg. No, oh, no, the to the legs. Yeah, but in inside, well, like uh, the, from the sitting bones. Well, anyway, so doesn't us. matter. Anyway, no, 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 yeah. so, no, no, so the back so. of the legs. Yeah, the back of the legs. When anyway, the I couldn't walk. Oh. oh, yeah, I couldn't even walk. I was in so much pain. I couldn't do supta kurmasana. So I didn't get any posts in those three months. So the next year, I started getting these intermediate uh, mm -hmm. um, poses, but I didn't get to to the split. I was about yeah. to. Yeah. And then on the and third, in those days, it was Karandavasana was the split, yeah. For me, it was uh, no. I got splitted. I got splitted. Now in the second trip, I got splitted. In Where? Shasana. Yeah. So early, wow. Yeah, Ekapalashi Shasana in Because uh, I was the, learning to get Shala. split. I was getting, I was learning to get split at Karandavasana. And so I was, you know, I was having to do primary all the way to Karandavasana every day. Yeah. And it was, it was madness. But that wasn't in Mysore. But I was learning it from, from people, that was the way that they had learned it. Yeah, but then in 2000, and I think in the early 2000s, up until recently, yeah. May, I mean, and by recently, I mean maybe like 2012. Um, <laughs> there was that period of time where everybody was getting split at Ekapadashur Shasana. But I think that started at like 2004, 2005. No, it was before that. Oh. No, I got splitted. I got splitted in Ekapadashur Shasana in 2002. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And then it's a nice practice. <laughs> really nice. Yeah. But now I don't split my, my students at that point. I split them in Pincha. Yeah. Pincha That's like I think like more classic. classical. Yeah. Yeah. Pincha Mayrasana. Yeah. But wow. before when I got split at Such that Ekapada um, Shirshasana, I was splitting people at Ekapada Shirshasana at the beginning. Right. Yeah. And then your practice takes 40 minutes. That's it. You're done. Yeah. Nice. 
But then, well, what happened uh, when I met Harmony, I, on that 2004, I finished the, the, the second series in the lead classes. He was giving poses. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Me too. You do, you do yeah. like in three classes, you were yeah. done with yeah, yeah, exactly. not everyone, but in <laughs> yeah. three Sundays. I think the, I think the three of us it. all learned all of intermediate that way. Yeah. 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 I was like, you do again now, next. Next, next, yeah. and then he stopped you at uh, Gomukasana, and then next, right, yeah, yeah. next Sunday you were literally done with intermediate. <laughs> and when I learned that way, Loretto, he let me go up to uh, Karandavasana one week, and then the next week he let me go up to Nakrasana, and then the next week he cut me back to Mayarasana. <laughs> <laughs> So I lost one pose. No, man. And then I, the next week he let me finish everything. No, man. Yeah. I've got that beat. Yeah. So like the first year, my first year in my story, I finished intermediate in the room, <laughs> in the in the lead class, 2003. The second year I was cut at Myrasana. The third oh. year back, I was cut at Dwipadashrasana. <laughs> You're practicing in reverse. I was practicing in reverse, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, we worked on Dwipada for a couple weeks, and then he said, okay, yeah, now finish everything again. I was like, okay. Uh, so he remembered. Oh, sure. He yeah. remember, of course. Yeah. He remembers everything. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. So, again, so, well, were you feeling really like you were great? You were yeah, special. The, I'm special. I'm, you know, I feel like great. Um, well, no, no, they, no. I have to say, I, I wasn't feeling so great and so special because I started feeling my back really weird that trip oh, on the 2004 that trip. That's yeah. when it and started. And I was like, this is not right. What I feel when I come out of Kapotasana yeah. is not right. When I, What I feel when I do the catching at the end, yeah, it's not, I don't think this is right. I've yeah. I've felt many kind of pain kinds of pain yeah. in the time I was practicing in those years since ninety eight till two thousand and four, but never this kind of pain. Because mm -hmm. it's not because it was more intense or I could you know it, because it was different. It was weird. It was not right. Um, yeah. So um, at that. In that trip, I got authorized, me, one week, and then next week, Natalia from Spain, yeah. our dearest. Yeah. And Natalia. then when, yeah, then I went back to Chile. I came back to Chile in June that year, and I went to see a, a specialist and back. Right. And I got to know that I have this, I call it condition, because I don't want to, I, I'd never, I'd never talk about it as a injury mm -hmm. I don't know why <laughs> but I don't like to call it an injury I call it a condition I have a um, spondylolisthesis L5 S1 oh wow which is a big deal yeah mm -hmm. can you explain uh, what, what that means for it's, people who um, don't know there's the discs no not the disc it's the vertebrae itself yeah. The vertebrae itself has uh, these two parts, little bones that I don't know the name, that mm -hmm. it's 
the those bones that are attached the yeah, horns to the to the whole to the whole uh, vertebra, uh spine 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 mm-hmm. and these are f- kind of we can say fracture but it's not the word to talk about uh it's not a fracture it's it's it has a lesis is called like little broke broke part mm-hmm. so like that makes spur. so that makes the vertebrae to not um, be stable and it starts to move. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that happens. Yeah. It started with the deep back bending. Yeah. It moved in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's dangerous if I yeah. keep on going with that, you know? If I don't take care at the beginning, I thought I could, I was not going to be able to do a backbend anymore in my life. Mm-hmm. But the doctors told me, no, you have to keep on doing yoga because uh, the, the, the level of mo- mobility that, that they were seeing of me, mm-hmm. they were like so impressed and this is unbelievable. You have to keep on going, but, be careful with the backbending. Don't yeah. go deep. Don't do it. So then I met this woman. This um, that she helps me when I'm in pain, or it's a therapist I I see uh, twice a year at least. Uh, and she told me, no, you have to start learning again how to move your spine and work from the upper part and not force the lower back and, you know, all that, that we know. Mm -hmm. But um, at the same time, yeah, I I have to live with that because if I get a surgery and get, get it uh, attached, I'll be, you know, very stiff. They would fuse the spine, right? Yeah. Yeah, They would fuse it. Yeah. 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 Which is not what I want. No. And so, I take care. I do some other stuff uh, uh, besides yoga. Mm-hmm. I I do Pilates, and I'm working this uh, this year. I started working with some little weight also, like mm-hmm. these kettlebell things, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To work on the muscles more, and basically, what I have to do is to train my ab, uh, my abs a lot and my core and and be aware of of the mobility i i have to when when i i mean every morning for me it's a it's a big deal i have to i wake up and i have to get off of bed and i'm in pain but Mm. i deal with that i live with that and um so yeah, answering your question, Russell. No, I didn't feel that I was like <laughs> a superstar of yoga. Yeah. Um, no. At, no. At the beginning, maybe I thought, wow. When I when I knew this was happening to me, this spine condition, injury, whatever, um, I felt well. Um, I'm not gonna be able to finish third series in my life you know ever i got detached of that Mm -hmm. so it has been a a very i think it's beautiful also to in a way to see it that way like uh i have to to learn it quickly 
Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, it wasn't a, it was not um, a long path to see that I had to get detached of that part of the physical part. Yeah, that that uh, tendency to accumulate asanas. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I I I got through that very early in my in my practice and still I think I could I could walk this path um working a lot with my physical body um anyway I mean besides that like like Jessica, you know, we both yeah. have the. If I if I can say that, we both yeah, have. Yeah, I know that Jessica she was, Walden was on the show and talked about her back and what what could she get out of the practice in spite of that. Yeah, and what do, well, what do you get out thing. of the practice? Yeah, we used to talk about with with Jessica about this thing, this back thing uh, in Mysore in two thousand and ten. I guess. no eight. Mm. Mm-hmm. A lot. We talked a lot about it. And I told, I remember telling her, like, we need to to be aware for the rest of our lives and not forget and not get uh, tempted by the fact that we, if we want, with help and all that, we can do Kapotasana and we can do that. But mm-hmm. let's don't get so tempted because it's not worth it anymore. The consequences. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I don't, I I don't know. I I just that I feel the same about putting my foot behind my head. I can, I can do it, but the consequences are severe and it's severe. um, Yeah. And so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like there, you know, we have a form and the form has, congenital uh, uh, asymmetry in some uh-huh. way. And then eventually the thing doesn't is not supported anymore in some way. Yeah. And so it fails. And when it fails, then the, the ideal of the Ashtanga yoga practice also crumbles. And so we are left with, with, what is real and practical and what, what can we actually do? And so being a superstar is not on that list, but no, you know, being strong, mobile, healing, healthy, all of those things can be on the list. Yeah. What a nice list of things you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. And honestly, I think Loretto, you are a bit of a superstar because you have continued practicing even with, you know, your back condition, you know, you still practice, you go through, you do Kapotasana, maybe not grabbing the heels or going to the very depth of the, you know, most deepest place in the posture, but you still do what you can do on those days, even if it's, um, you know, just going back to the B position and coming up or whatever, you are very mindful while you're practicing 
And you also work on other parts of the practice, which I think is incredible. Well, not just that, but like she's made a major achievement recently. Yeah, which is your Karandavatsana achievement. Tell us, what what happened? What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> you, you and I are doing Karandavatsana in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I have to say that the when I started practicing and you were going to Mysore in those like 90, late 90s, there was this thing about like the only women that could come up was um, Karen. Karen mm-hmm. Haberman. Karen yeah. Rain. Or yeah. Karen Rain yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Or Karen yeah. Rain. And then, and then and Anna like Haberman's wife could come up too, right? Yeah. 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 And that, 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 that was the myth. And then Anna and then Harmony. And yeah. Harmony did it yeah. like amazingly. And not, just, and not just Harmony, but Harmony with the big ass. <laughs> that like I, Harmony I was this, I was I was walking in the shala and I and I was like, oh, there's a girl doing Kapatasana. I mean doing Karnavasana. I'll be careful, I'll just I'll pause for a moment. We checked it out. She went down and I kind of looked around to see if anybody would help her, and then suddenly she was up. And uh. I thought she had a really big ass. What did I, tr- what did no, I just? That's not what true. Did I just, what are you talking it is. about? It, no, man, I'm familiar. And I'm like, <laughs> and like, what did I just see? I couldn't like. I was awestruck by what I'd just seen. It was that amazing to see harmony. Yeah. Re- really, it was amazing. Yeah. So I got inspired, inspired by her. And then I remember in 2008. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, when I when you when you have a you know guys you have just Shrat as a teacher and mm-hmm. I didn't have anyone really in Chile that could tell me something about my Karandasana if I want mm-hmm. to you know achieve the <laughs> the place of coming up. Yeah. So I was trying to discover something, but at the same time I was a bit lazy to to discover it. And then in 2008, I started getting something about, and I could come up, but not the real way, not straightening the arms, basically. So kind of, kind of coming up. No, not face, no, not without the face, but not really with the arms. So it was, it was not a, it was not, but then I got pregnant after uh, I was doing it that, like that for years. And then after pregnancy, I kind of quit the idea of coming up. And last year, um, I started thinking about again of the idea of coming up <laughs> myself. <laughs> like It's like, you know what? I want to come up. So I started like deconstructing the the pose in I started like in April May May last year so and it took me this whole year of like extreme deconstruction <laughs> and, and and what would then, you do like to deconstruct the pose uh discovered that the way to come up is if you're not able to to go down in a great way, you're not going to be able to come up. 
That's exactly so the key right. is the key, key is how you down. go down. Yeah, exactly. So going down very slow, very like connecting control center of the abs, like you know, really, yeah. So All much that. contraction. Yeah. Yeah. So much contraction, and and then one day, well, I was like about to about to, and then one day I just discovered it, and well, not every day is easy, but. Yeah. But it's there. I found yeah. it. Yeah. And that's after 20 years? 23 years of practice. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> it's, so, it's very, it's nice to, you know, to feel that after 23 years of doing something, finally you get it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a little present. It's like a, like the, the top of the cake or yeah, it's the, delightful it's sweet you know yeah, and it's so nice it's nice it's present but i don't have to get a touch of course because i'm almost 50 and i'm 49 not almost 50 but i'll be 50 in a year but you know it's it's i think it's supposed that it's easy to lose also yeah yeah, that's because that's why needs... we're working reverse. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it gets too much it it takes too much energy to come down like we were talking about and to come up after. It takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of strength and, and sometimes I don't know, it's it, you know, you guys know it's hard oh, to yes. keep it and to maintain it. Yeah. But Many years from like 2004 till 2000 and when when was, did I lose my coronavasana? I don't know. 2017 maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Always I could go down and come up, no problem. And then in 2017, oh, Sharat was on tour. Yeah. And it was the first time I went down into Kranavasana and I couldn't come back up. And yeah. I was like, what? Uh, it's gone. I'm like, I'm just so tired. I can't push back up. And yeah. then it was like kind of a little bit coming and going for a few months. And then I got a shoulder injury. Yeah. And since then, I just, it's been, it's eluded me. <laughs> what what yeah. happened to me was it was the posture was the same as doing Dwipada or Ekapada, which is this maximum contraction of the spine, the rounding of the spine. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, uh, everything herniates. And oh. then as I come down and I start to contract very tightly to pull the knees deep, deep into the armpits, then it's like your, my, the body says, oh, you remember, you're not allowed to do that. It was like, oh, mm. fuck. And I just fall down. And um, mm. so it's a, it's a humiliation, this <laughs> life. It's a constant. <laughs> Speaking of humiliation, can, tell us about Clara, your, your child. You, you are a mom Aww. now. That, nothing could be more uh, humiliating, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing could be more humiliating than, than what? Being a mom. So... <laughs> Why no? It's not humiliating. It's, it's, you're humiliating covered in shit and and vomit all the time. <laughs> when they're small, Aww. baby. Yeah, and but then no. you're you you're faced with uh you know with this you know, you're the, you're you're no longer the the 
there's a loss of identity that comes with it, which is a humiliation. No, it's not a humiliation. What is it then? It's a deep transformation. If you push something the size of a grapefruit out of you, you grapefruit I can do. Do not feel humiliated at all. You feel triumphant. Oh, I was thinking grape actually. Um, But what is it for you? What is it for you? To be a mother. Yeah. What is? It's a. It's a big transformation into giving and into into giving uh, someone else all the love you can and receiving also. But yeah, I think it's. it's a, I mean, it's one of the best and the most beautiful things that ever happened to me to become a mother. I totally enjoy it. I totally love it. It's hard. And in that way, in the way that it's hard, it's uh, the transformation comes and, and you feel that um, you have something that connects you so deeply with that other person uh, that it's a big, big, big opportunity to grow together and to work your shit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, not also to teach that little girl how to, you know, you think life has to be your go, which it is. You have to help. You're the mother, you know more, you have lived more, you, you need to show her. But at the same time, that little person shows you so, so, so many things. And in that way, I think the growth is together the, for the both of us. So it's a, the most beautiful thing to me that, have, that had happened. What do you you see of yourself in her? How how is she like you? <laughs> she likes to sing, mm-hmm. and she's got a beautiful voice, as you as you know. The other yes. day when she was chanting, yeah, she sings all day, all day long, like I used to. No. I still do it, but now she do it in the in the <laughs> house. She's the one singing more. Um. She she's funny and she's intense too, but she's sometimes more intense <laughs> than yeah. me. Wow. I bet Some you you older. were that intense when you were younger. <laughs> yeah, probably even more. Maybe maybe I was even more. But um, she's dramatic more than intense because I'm intense and she's drama queen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I I, I wasn't such a drama queen when I was a little girl because I was the fourth one, (laughs) you know, I didn't have the chance to, (laughs) I was like fighting to, you know, with my brother and brothers and sister, but, um, she's dramatic. She's intense in that way, but, um, I see the curls. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we have a really nice time together when we we spend our week together yeah how how has this year been been like for her has, has she struggled at all 
Yeah, um, she misses so much her friends and the school. The Zoom, Zoom type of school she, is not working really. Yeah, the Zoom school is is not as nice for the kids, I don't think. No. When I was nine, my mom uh, packed us up and uh, moved us out of the house. And uh, we moved to another town. And I, what I remember about that as an eight to nine-year-old is that uh, even though it was difficult going to a new school and it was difficult kind of having a structure at home, um, a lot of problems were, were, were removed. And uh, so we, we just didn't have as many problems as we did as when my dad were, was there. And so I guess I'm also wondering about that for Clara is, is how this year has been for her with these transitions. And if, is that something that you would feel comfortable talking about? You mean with the, with the year of separation or? Yes, no? madam. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. It has been hard for her, I think, but the way she, she lives, she lives the whole thing. I think it's very beautiful. Um, she loves going to spend the week when with with his dad with her dad when when it's the time to be with with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that because we do Monday through Monday, one we change on Mondays, mm-hmm. and on that day she she's very expressive of her feelings and of her mixed feelings about it because she always says to me when it's time to leave to to her dad's house on the Monday mm-hmm. uh, she tells me I have mixed feelings because I don't want to go because I miss you and I want to stay with you but at the same time I want to go with dad yeah mm-hmm. and she goes and she's very happy with him that week and then the next Monday is the same mixed feeling that she expresses it to him like I'm sad to leave you dad I don't want to it was a wonderful week but I'm so excited to go to spend a week with mom uh, so then she comes on Monday and, and she tells me uh, that she wants to sleep with me that that Monday yeah. because for her it's too you know mom she says to me you know that it's Monday and Mondays are weird for me yeah. so we sleep together on Mondays <laughs> and it's nice. So nice. And we yeah. sleep together on Sundays when she's about to leave too. Yeah. But, yeah. Because it's a weird uh, yeah. thing that she has to. Uh, yeah. She expresses. She, she feels secure then when you sleep together. Yeah. 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 And the transition, uh, I think transition days are always the most challenging like yeah. they're always yeah. as you say the weird days they feel so, so they weird. do feel weird yeah i've noticed that with jed quite a bit and i've noticed how he will um want to sleep in the uh, co-sleep you know the day after he comes back from from jeff's or or if he has to leave that day and he yeah. knows it the night before yeah yeah i it's, think it's very it's normal weird, but, but uh, yeah totally but but uh, it has been good. She 
I think she's very good with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think she's she's fine and she's enjoying a lot uh, the time with her dad and the time with me. I'm glad to hear that. And she loves her two houses, her two homes. Yeah. She has a whole a whole world, a whole different world in both houses. Yeah, that's nice. I see she's she's very secure and she practices more when she's with Gino. Oh, because really? she connects she yeah, she's in Zoom and she practices more oh. and she oh, when wow. she's here that she has the shala, sometimes yeah. she's lazy and she doesn't want to. <laughs> but the lead classes are she's there every lead class. Wow. She loved the lead classes. Yeah. It was really cool to see her in the the 20th anniversary uh, Zoom call. Yeah. And I saw her at one point, she was doing Utita Hasta and she looked around like, where's my, where's my fucking adjustment? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, I know know that look. I know that look. Someone has like been used to getting their adjustment and not getting their adjustment. Yes, she was the she was in the Mysore from 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 Chino's house, and yeah. and she said to me, "Mom, I'm going today. I just want to do the poses I like the most." Yeah, yeah. Said, tell me about it. And I said, "That's a great idea, Clara. Do that." And then yeah. she does. She went yeah. straight into September Masana. Oh my gosh! Wow. Sure. That was her first. Her first, first, uh, Her first pose. And then I, I said, yeah, I, said uh, I think it would be good if you do one salute, sun salutation at least. Yeah, okay. Something. She did. And she did two sun salutations. And then again, Stuttagurmasana. <laughs> wow. That's, that's what Guruji said. You know, no beatings until they're 12. Let them, let them play. Let yeah. them play. And the, and the beatings can start. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. So you're teaching classes on Zoom still online for COVID season. Yeah, I'm mixing because yeah, now do you we have can... people coming. Yeah, in my uh, area, I could receive uh, around eight people, oh, but. Cool. I couldn't, I mean, I did one day with eight. I was doing with four and a big TV with the Zoom people on TV and a big, big TV, which is very interesting because I see yeah. them. <laughs> I really see, can see. Yeah. Uh, but then when I had this class with eight people, mm-hmm. I felt weird. Like I don't, I didn't feel it was right. Like mm-hmm. I felt a little unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided that same day after that class that we were going back to four people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I don't have it. I don't really have an explanation for that. But I was thinking that maybe I, I, I was like duplicating the, the chances, duplicating the chances. Yeah. The chances ah, of. Right of getting someone in the class 
with yeah. COVID, you know? Right. Coming yeah. from four to eight, it was like, it's double. It's like, no, this is not right. And I was thinking and thinking and thinking. And then I got a call from a friend, Paula, your translator, oh, remember? Yes, yeah, Paula. Paula. <laughs> and she's, she tells me, you know what? My sister has COVID. Uh, her, uh, and I think uh, maybe I, I, I have. And she had it. Yeah, oh, and wow. she was sick. So wow. I was like, okay, this is a this is a signal. Wow. I'm going back to four again. And so I I didn't really do the eight people thing. I just stayed on four mm -hmm. people. And it's like basically the people that are paying the online classes that they have the chance to come twice a week to practice at the Shala. If they we have a drive, it's like a very like simple way to to just uh, um, sign people in. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of there all the time, like checking who's coming, who's not, uh, calling people, do you want to come? There's a space. There's, it's a <laughs> lot of work. But yeah. um, um, it's what we have now. So I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go back to the real, real way of teaching until – this is really over and mm -hmm. we don't know when it's going to be. So yeah. Yeah. for now on, from now on, I guess I, I, I rather think that this mix uh, way is going to be with four people and the zoom. Yeah. So that's how we're working it. Well, how can people find you if they're listening to the program? In the website, uh, ashtangayogachile.com and on Instagram, ashtanga at ashtangayogachile and myself at Loreto Cortez <laughs> with an S. <laughs> <laughs> with an S, not gonna, with a Z. <laughs> no Z's. <laughs> well, we just really want to thank you for coming and, and taking your time and I know you're very busy, but thank you so much for coming on, on the show with us. It's, it's really very special for us to learn things oh. about our old friends because we ask, you know, kind of very formal questions sometimes and we end up discovering things about you that we had no idea. And so it's mm. really, it's really special for us. So thank you. It was special for me also. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, thank you for thinking of me for this show podcast and it's lovely to share time with you guys and as i said the other day at the anniversary celebration um once this one once there's a chance that you can guys can come back to teach a workshop at the school uh we'll be very very honored and happy to have you back it was a lovely, lovely time. We spent that time, and so we want to repeat it. And, yeah, thank you. Thank you. We <laughs> love spending time with you in any way, digital, over, yeah. the, over the waves, or in person even better. So <laughs> as soon as we can fly, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll do it. And um, – Thank you again for inviting me. It was lovely, oh. lovely to talk to you guys and funny also, like always with you, Russell. <laughs> I love so much. Thank you. <laughs> you make me laugh. 
big hug guys big thank hug. you thank you thanks for listening to this episode of finding harmony with me your host harmony slater you can find out more information on my website harmonyslater.com and i look forward to connecting with you again soon Standing in eternity's shadow, watching the breaking waves, there's a heart.